former President Trump taking aim at former governor of New Jersey, Chris Christie, as they face off again in another run now for the White House. Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie said this, despite how ridiculous that is to say, I suspect he would try to do it by turning Ukraine over to Putin and Russia. How would, Excuse you, me, how would you do that? Okay, ready? Number one, Chris Christie, who I know very well, he got out of New Jersey after the Bridgegate scandal, which was a mess. He got out of New Jersey with a 9% approval rating, and most people say it was less than that, okay? No, he wouldn't be the right guy to do it, but I am. I got along with Zelensky very well. And with Putin, I have a very good relationship. I mean, I haven't spoken to him in a long while, but I had a very strong relationship but with But was Putin. he wrong to invade Ukraine? He wouldn't have done it if, if it were me. Now, Governor Christie is here to respond and to talk to our voters as well. We've got a, a few voters with us here in studio, and uh, we're going to get some questions from them as well. But first, let's bring in the Republican presidential candidate, former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie. Governor, welcome. Thanks, Always Martha. good to have you here. Great Thank you very here. much for joining us today. Yep. Um, we, we want to chat with the voters, but I want to ask you a few questions sure. first, if I may. Um, what's your response, first of all, to, to what uh, the former president had to say last night in his interview with Brett? Well, look, I, I heard what he said about how he would settle this in 24 hours. And this is exactly what he said. I would say something to Zelensky. I would say something to Putin. I'd put him in the room and it would be over. You know, the American people deserve a little bit better answer than that. Um, and the reason is he, he has no idea what he's talking about. Uh, he's making it up. Uh, and as far as his insults of me, like, who cares? He, he insults everyone. He called Bill Barr yesterday, who he said when he hired him, was the most outstanding lawyer in America. He called him a gutless pig yesterday. I mean, what is this commentary from someone who wants to try to lead the whole country? All he cares about, Martha, is himself. And if you watch Brett's interview last night, and I'm sure we'll get more of it tonight, that's what he does. He puts himself first and everyone else second. So being insulted by Donald Trump is a compliment to me. All right. Let, let's ask you a couple of questions about what you would do, because it, it, when you look at the polls, there would need to be a, a big shift because right now the former president's ahead by 30, 40 points, something right. like that. What is that big shift? What do you envision is going to happen that's going to make these numbers very different and give you an opportunity? It, it's called the campaign. You know, no one has campaigned against Donald Trump yet. Um, and in fact, it's one of the reasons I got in the race, because no one was campaigning against Donald Trump. The other candidates in this race seem to think if they just kind of talk like Trump and they hope Trump maybe goes away for some reason and then they'll inherit some of those voters and some others. I don't think that's the way it works. The person who's in front is the person you have to campaign against and you have to beat. And I spent seven years prosecuting cases, Martha. And what you're going to see over the next six months, I'm going to prosecute the case against Donald Trump's second term. And he, he failed. He didn't build the wall. And I want all the viewers out there to know that he's going to tell you something different. There's a quarter of the wall done. He said Mexico was going to pay for it. They haven't paid one peso yet. He said he was going to balance the budget in four years. He left with the biggest deficit of any American president. He said he was going to repeal and replace Obamacare. And when he had an entire Republican Congress, he didn't get it done. And so you got to take with a grain of salt everything he says, including last night saying he didn't have time to go through the boxes that the government was asking him for for a year and a half because he's too busy. Every picture I saw of Donald Trump since he left the White House is him on a golf course playing golf. Maybe he could have spent a few hours going through the boxes so we could avoid what's happening here to the country. Would you ever run as a third party candidate? No. Do you think that's the way to mix this up? No, I'm a Republican. I will either win the Republican nomination 
or I won't run for president. Do you think that's going to happen? Do you think someone's going to run as a third party candidate, perhaps a Republican and a Democrat together? I think if Donald Trump's the nominee, yeah, that very well will happen. All right, let's get to some of our questions. Uh, Teresa Albano joins us. She's a registered Republican, a small business owner. Um, Teresa, what's on your mind for the former governor? I feel like the um, middle class, hardworking middle class uh, is muted. Their voices are completely muted. I'm a third generation at one business and fourth generation at the other. And um, I speak on behalf of all my customers we're concerned. We're concerned about um, keeping our doors open. I've had grown men cry to me on the phone that they had to shut down their business. And I don't want these small mom and pop shops to just disappear. They've worked their whole lives. This is their livelihood. Look, you're absolutely right. And, and we're in a situation where that's been going on since COVID, right? The crisis started in COVID. And, and why did it start? Because President Trump and governors did not open up nearly as quickly as they should have. We shut down in the beginning. Everyone understood in the first few weeks of this crisis that that should have happened until we understood what we had. But then the president kept us closed much longer than he said he would. And certainly in our state of New Jersey, Governor Murphy kept us closed for years. Mm -hmm. And other governors did the same thing. Mm -hmm. And so now everyone's still trying to recover from that. Well, here's how you don't recover from it. Spending more and more government money like Donald Trump did and then Joe Biden, even worse than Donald Trump was ever close to spending. And what happened? Inflation went through the roof. So now people can't even afford to buy the things they used to be able to buy. So Teresa, what we need to do is to be honest with people and say, look, we have to reduce government spending. And when we reduce government spending, inflation will come down. And when inflation comes down, interest rates come down. And when that happens, then you want to invest in your business, you want to grow it, you can borrow money at an affordable rate. And by the way, that inflation being down means you have more of your own cash because that's a hidden tax, inflation. When you have to pay $2 more for a dozen eggs, that comes directly out of your wallet, and that's something you can't spend on your business. You can't spend on your kid's education. We need to do those common-sense things. You've lived in New Jersey long enough to know, when I got there, we had an $11 billion deficit on a $29 billion budget, and we balanced that budget without raising any taxes at all by cutting spending. I've done it before. We can do it again. The Untold Story continues right after this. You also worked on the pension um, benefits plans in New Jersey, which weren't going to most of the people who were supposed to receive benefits were never going to get them. And that's the national situation when you look at Social Security and Medicare. But if you even raise this idea of, of maybe means testing, you know, if someone's very wealthy, maybe they don't need the Social Security test or maybe they should raise the age a little bit. Let me ask um, both Amanda and, and Jeffrey, are you open to the idea of making adjustments to these benefits so that they last longer for the rest of the country? I have a question for Mr. Christie as a fellow parent of four. I, like you in your campaign, you know, hope to tell my children the truth about all things so yep. that they, but more importantly, all children can survive and thrive. To that end, I'm so interested in knowing what legislation you would hope to pass that could curb the rising gun violence in this country, climate catastrophe and poverty, and that would protect the teaching of racial education in public schools, our LGBTQ plus siblings, and access to abortion care. You can choose any of those that you want, but as a fellow parent, those are the issues that are really close to my heart. Amanda's a registered Democrat, and then we have two, we have undecided Republican and sort of undecided Republican. Strong Republican. Okay. Go ahead. All right, so let's deal with a few of those issues as quickly as we can, even though we'll keep they're, talking. they're really complicated and really emotional, right? Look, when you talk about new gun laws, 
you look at this Hunter Biden case today. Yeah. That's a gun law that was on the books, that if you are a drug user or a drug abuser, you're not allowed to apply for a gun permit. Now, that law seems to make perfect sense, mm -hmm. except today we're seeing it's not being enforced. My problem with adding new gun laws is that we don't even enforce the ones that we have. And this administration hasn't enforced the ones we have. The, the other problem I have with it is my other problem I have with it is criminals don't follow the law. And what I don't want to do is disarm law abiding citizens. So only the only people who have guns are criminals. Now, we've got a lot of other ones and they're telling them in my ear, I've got to stop. And so <laughs> no, Jeff, we have gets one a more. We've got one more question. So so and, and on abortion, let me just say it really quickly. For 50 years, conservatives like me have said the states should decide what happens. And now we have that opportunity. Let's let the states decide in our state. You can have an abortion up to nine months in Oklahoma. You can't have an abortion unless the woman's white life is at risk. We need to let each state speak on it and then see if there is a national consensus. Person, yeah. Right. That's what we should do. So, Jeffrey, uh, you support Governor Christie. Are you uh, looking at other candidates or how are you looking at all the people who are on the list right now? And, and what's really going to guide your decision? Well, my main issue uh, is the, the southern border. So my question would be, what do you plan to do about that? When I first become president, we're going to send the National Guard to the southern border. And the reason we are is because the fentanyl that is coming from China over the southern border are killing our citizens. That's what it's doing. So I want to send the National Guard down there to interdict that fentanyl as much of it as they can. Last year, Jeff, you know, 110,000 Americans died of overdose. It is the leading killer now in 18 to 34-year-old men. And you talk about a parent of four, a newlywed who hopefully someday will have children of your own the biggest risk, the fear you have is to lose a child. And this drug scourge is killing us. That's the first thing. Second thing is finish the wall. Donald Trump only built a quarter of it. He said he was going to build a big, beautiful wall across the entire border and Mexico was going to pay for it. Well, let me tell you the truth. Mexico's not going to pay for it. Okay. They never were and they're not going to. We'll pay for it though, because we need protection at the Southern border. And third, what we need to do is change the immigration laws in this country, Jeff, so that people who can really contribute to our economy are first in line. Let's get them in there. These students who come here and they learn at our universities, and they want to stay here and work for our companies. Let's let them stay here and work for those companies. Let's let's staple a green card right to their diploma and let's let them work here uh, and make our economy better and stronger. I still want to see immigration in this country, but I want it to be fair and the people who follow the law be the ones who are rewarded. Many thanks uh, to Amanda and Jeffrey and to Teresa. I hope we can continue the conversation and get more of your questions in here next time. Uh, Governor Chris Christie, candidate for the presidency of the United States and the GOP nominee uh, quest that you are on. We look forward to talking to you a lot more in I'm the months to come. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank Martha. you, Governor. Thank you for being here. You got to thank you guys. You've been listening to The Untold Story with Martha McCallum. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Make sure to rate and review. For more podcasts, go to foxnewspodcast.com. Listen ad-free with the Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. 